Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Shine Hills at shinehills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills. Well, hello ever again, everyone. And I will just tell you that here we are Friday. And Kenny, mm-hmm. last time we did a Friday that was a little, I don't know, a little lighter. It was, it was like the best yeah. following ever. Jump shot, Kenny yes. Sailors. It yeah. was it was a ton of fun. Now, did you did you watch the show? You saw it, yeah, right, yeah. And I think our studio audience saw it, right? And thumbs up or ten. I get. I thought it was awesome. Nice. I mean, just to know a hometown guy, yeah, character guy, yeah. I I loved I, every part of it. Although story. I do have to I do have to pause and apologize to everyone because when I saw Bobby Knight was on there, <laughs> I I should have stopped and just said. Yeah. Who knows what he's going to say, oh but it's probably gosh. going to be offensive. And I apologize, but it's probably still a good show. Oh, it, that's what I should have done. It was so he was just Bobby Knight, wasn't he? Was he? Just Bobby oh Knight. my gosh! Yeah. But you know what? The one thing I really appreciated about him when he when he got through his being Bobby Knight, but he broke down his jump shot and everything oh, that yeah. he saw in that picture, that classic picture of him, yep. uh, making that jump shot. It's like. You know, I didn't see all those things as, you know, because he's such a great coach. Right. And he saw everyone. And once you see it, you go, man, that he did have the perfect jump shot yeah. without anybody teaching him. Nobody coached him. He yeah. just figured it out. You know, another thing I really liked is all the, I'm going to say their name, Dirk Nowitzki and uh, uh, who is the other guy? Steph, Curry. Steph Curry. Steph yeah. Curry. Yep. And, and uh, Durant. Yep. But they were, they were showing them yeah. him. They had a lot of footage of him back in the 40s. Yeah. Amazing how much footage. Oh, right. But um, they were asking, you know, having him, them look at, watch his videos from the 40s, and they were going, wow, this yeah. guy, he's a real deal. Yeah. And, and it was just really cool for them to see and react to what they were seeing on these uh, well, videos. Right. Yeah. And I, I loved uh, seeing him in his 90s with yeah. the basketball, and he'd go, yeah, I used to do this, and he'd do that kind of uh, move with his with yep. his uh, right hand over the yep. ball real quick and yep. it, the shake and bake we used to call it. Uh, yeah, it, it was, was fun. so cool. I just I loved it. I sent that to link to my parents. They watched it and they just loved it. I just thought, what a cool what a cool story and it's yeah. right here in our backyard. It's just yeah. amazing. And I now I want to go. I want to go to Laramie and see the the statue. It's, it's yeah, in right. one of the buildings over there. I think it's an administrative building. What we have a UW graduate here. Do you know which building that's in? Julie, or is it isn't one of the new athletic uh, complexes? I think it's in that new Gateway Center that they have, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But it's that building right on Grand, by, kind of by the, the stadium. Yeah. Julie, can you fact check that for us and then yes, get back right to back us back before to the end of the <laughs> the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Inquiring I have to, minds want to know. I have to chime in a little bit because I have some friends that grew up in Hillsdale and they. You know, lots of people watched the the movie, and oh, yeah. there was a lot of comments about running into him in Laramie, and how, uh, in fact, one of my friends in particular had commented that she grew up maybe a quarter mile from where he had, had grown up in Hillsdale, and she was at the grocery store with her son, and just ran, ran into Kenny Sailors at the grocery store, and he encouraged her son to play basketball, and <laughs> that was such a huge theme in his life of, yeah. of continuing that, and I know, I just love the movie, I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, really cool. 
So whether you are a basketball enthusiast or not, you enjoyed the movie. You, you like, do you like sports, basketball in particular? <laughs> you like wrestling, does, I know, because your is, son wrestles. Is music a sport? Oh, I mean, that's right. Musicals. That is are musicals, musicals sports? I, you know, well, yes. I, I'm going to say yes right now. <laughs> okay, so here's the full disclosure in me and sports. Uh, sports and me. Get that <laughs> correct gram- grammatically. So I, you know, I, I grew up in Burns, basically. That was where I went to junior high and high school. And so that's such a part of the community. And so I played volleyball and I was a cheerleader. So I know a lot about sports. My dad was, you know, he always watched football and a little bit of basketball. So I know, I know the games. I just am not good at them. <laughs> so that's, that's the, the problem there. You are an enthusiast, though. So that's, sure. that's for sure. Okay, well, anyway... Well, thank you for, I think you're the one that pointed us in that direction, or at least had a whole bunch of insight on that mm-hmm. Friday, and I, I appreciated that, and it was, uh, boy, it was a great, great So movie. good. Yeah. So good. Well, so I don't care where do you want to go on the yeah. Friday. Here we are, Friday. Well, you know, I'm kind of thinking about consumption, and before we get in really deep, and by, <laughs> I mean what you eat, what you take into your body, okay? Okay, so, okay. I know so, I'm fat. I've, no, I've, I've <laughs> eaten too much. I haven't been able to work out. <laughs> I get it. Okay. This, this quarantine thing is killing all of oh, us. Oh, man. Like, like I, I get, you know, uh, two weeks to a gallon, but, uh, you know, on, on gas, but... <laughs> <laughs> but my, my food is just, it's gone. Oh man, I know. It's gone. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, I was wondering before we really get started and, and kind of down this, uh, this, this path, I wanted to know, Galen, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? It's so easy. I can't even, uh, oh. so, okay. And there's someone in our studio audience that can help me with the story. I think she was there when we were in Padere, right? All right. So, we went up there. We did this. I don't Padere know. Padere is not the school here in Cheyenne. <laughs> no, it's That's not by Hillsdale. It's a long oh, okay. way from Hillsdale. Okay. It's uh, north of Lira, which is six hours north of Kampala in Uganda. I mean, it is out in the seriously long way from anywhere. And uh, so anyway, we were went way up into the bush is what they call it. <clears throat> and there was this church. And a lot of people come to this church. And this guy is a pastor. His name's Everest. And Everest is the wow. dearest guy. Is uh, he a big guy? Oh, he's tall. He's taller than I am. Like Mount Everest? No, that, no, no, no. Not, not like that. quite that Not big. quite that big. Oh, There's a difference. But he's taller than most Africans. And, <laughs> okay. uh, but it, he was actually, in the, he's a military guy, and he was kind of Francis's right-hand man in the military. So he's kind of an intimidating wow. uh, type of guy. Um, real serious. Real square jaw serious kind of guy. Uh, but he's got a, just a sweet, sweet spirit about him. I really like uh, Everest. Anyway. So we went up there and we did this conference and preaching, what teaching, whatever. And then, and I knew they were wanting to keep us for, for lunch, but I told Francis that everyone was tired and it was a long drive back to the hotel. I mean, it was a long, probably not that far, but a long way on a bad road, you mm-hmm. know, and we needed to get going. And the, pe- the women came out and seriously, I'm not kidding you, they were crying. They were begging us to stay. And I, and Francis, no, 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 then we must go. We must go. And he's like, no. I told Francis, listen, this is going to destroy them. We'll get back late. It's not, no big deal. Let's we'll stay and we'll eat. And uh, so anyway, um, so, <laughs> they, they serve us this food. And I told everybody else, just, just stay in the van if you don't want to feel like you're one in. Because there'll be something in here that'll be kind of hard to eat. I can already tell it. Right. Because we were there last year and there was something hard to eat. Well, there was this <laughs> stuff that was red. It was... I'm texturally challenged. Okay. And so the only reasons I don't like mushrooms is because of texture. I'm not, okay. I'm just not crazy about them. I just think, yeah, especially for eggs. No. 
I can't do mushrooms. And um, there's other things that are texturally challenged for me. But so this was a real oatmeal-y looking, but it was red and had this mushy look to it. And I could just tell, I do not want to eat this. And this was their special potion. Uh-oh. I mean, I could tell that I'm not sure this has made you big, strong, fast. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like they bring this out for kings kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah, okay. This is, I think your mind is going to be so intellectual <laughs> after you eat, whatever it is. This is the super secret stuff. And, you know, as they were serving it on my plate, they were looking at me like, <laughs> you know, this is going to change your life. And I could tell, it's like, I'm going to have to eat all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was after, it was after this that I, I got back in and I did eat it and we ate and, and I, there was this posha. It's just kind of this, oh, kind of a sweet, it's a root, it's kind of potato-ish, starchy, but it makes really good. It kind of mashes up, soaks up all the stuff on your plate. And so you eat with your hands and kind of use this posha to grab it up. So I was using everything I possibly can to blend with this stuff. It was slimy as, oh my gosh, it was horrible. It was, it didn't have really a taste, but the I just was going. The texture was killing you. God, please let me eat this and smile at the same time. <laughs> and so I ate this, and, and we we got through it. We got back into the van, and I don't know. Did did you eat any of it? Did you? Okay. So Sandy had some too, <clears throat> and uh, I got in the van, slid the door shut, and I said, "This is why we pray." Dear God, bless this food to the nourishment <laughs> of our bodies in Christ's name. I pray, man. Because it's like, dear God, please don't let this kill me. Well, what turned out being it was it was ants. What is your secret sauce here? It's ants, and you know, it's like. <laughs> Dude, this is super secret. It's mashed ants. And with this mushy stuff, and maybe it's just the stuff that comes out of mashed ants. I'm not sure. Oh no. But anyway, and it was actually not just mashed ants, it was it was actually those termites. So those oh. big mounds, you ever see Africa has those yeah, big right, mounds of right. stuff. And I, inside of that is termites. Okay. They're and they're winged. I mean they're big dudes. Ooh. And um, but these were these were special process. They were mashed and mushy and Red ish, man, and I ate it the and survived. You do for the gospel, and I oh, yeah, oh. and I think I was smarter all the way home. I just, <laughs> wow, I just feel so smart right now. I just feel that was it. How about awesome. you? Do you have a, oh, do you have was, a weird was, food story? Uh, well, not not quite like that, but uh, I mean, I've had uh, shark and oh, wow. alligator and turtle, and you know, those are kind of weird things to eat. It's really weird, yeah. They um, all taste, taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, a uh, turtle and alligator, t- at least the alligator I had. Now, someone told me that I didn't have it fixed right. So, oh, yeah. So well, I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah. yeah. It probably tastes like chicken if yeah, you have it fixed right. get it right. But it was, it was pretty swampy. It, <laughs> it wasn't really. <laughs> yeah, you're like. Kind of rubbery or yeah, what? Well, it was rubbery, but you know, like when you go to a pond and they have that pond scum <laughs> over it and you smell it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what that tasted Ooh, like. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> it was. It was it was not the greatest. Kind of like eating uh, socks or something. <laughs> I mean, something like that. Well, it was funny because somebody brought it over to our house. I don't know if it was a gift. I, they meant it to be. Yeah. And my kids were looking at me like, Dad. Please no. Yeah. Are you serious? We got to <laughs> eat this. You can ground me. I don't care. <laughs> Send me to my room. I don't care. <laughs> you know, but no, that was, that. yeah, that was, so that's my, I don't know. Kind How about of shark? I, I Never thought about shark before. Is that a decent yeah. meat or no? Uh, it was okay. the The meat that I had was a little bit rubbery. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was exactly what I thought it would be. Okay, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like that hard uh, okay. kind of rubbery taste. And again, someone's 
oh, you just didn't get the right piece. Oh, and, you yeah, know, you yeah. need this part of yeah. it. I'm like, I, I, no, I did it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I had, uh, Stick with I had swordfish one time, yeah. and that is delicious. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, it actually looks, it's a white meat like fish, of course, but it flakes uh-huh. off like a steak. Yeah. And it looked like a T-bone steak. It looks like a miniature T-bone steak. Oh, wow. And, um, boy, it, it flaked off just like steak, but it was pure white. And, uh-huh. oh, my gosh, it was. You, you ever had cow good. tongue? Well, uh, I think I have. I think it was like on a sandwich one time, and I uh-huh. didn't know it. Uh-huh. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I think I have, <laughs> and I survived that. So yeah. we were we were at a, res- a restaurant in Wisconsin, uh, and the lady, just so sweet. We used to go in there all the time. Loved this lady. And she comes out, and, and uh, I'm having eggs and, uh, you know, the hash browns. And she goes, hey. I just got some cow tongue. Oh, man. You know, like, yeah, you guys. You know, you're, kidding. Uh, right, the, you're in for it. And, and she goes, you want a piece? And I looked at the other guy, and he's like, mm-hmm, let's try it. Okay. So we tried it. She comes out with it and is, like, serving. And I have in my mouth, in my mind, you know, like, this big, long tongue that's going to yeah. come out and just kind of lay there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, not it at all. It was like this roast, and it was yeah. it was one of the like if she wouldn't have told me it was cow tongue, uh, I would have had you like could survive four or five it. of them. Yeah, yeah. I think the worst part about cow tongue is just you get it. We you know used to be, uh, butcher beef and stuff. You yeah. had the cow tongue, and it was I don't think I think we threw it out or gave it. I don't know where it went, but I don't think we ever ate it. Then I know of maybe I did. Maybe <laughs> I grew up on cow tongue. Don't even know it, Mom. You can check us. But, but anyway, <laughs> but it's nasty looking. I mean, it's a. <laughs> It's way bigger than you think it would be, and right. it's like, oh my gosh, she poured gravy over. Oh well, there's that saves you. Yeah, there's you gotta have <laughs> gravy. Yeah. Well, well, hey, speaking of like consumption, uh, things we take in. How about like a sports movie? We were talking about oh, Jump Shot earlier. You have yes. any sports movies? That- Man, I, my go-to, and I do not know why. I think I'm gonna have to do it tonight. Is is watch it tonight? Is uh, Chariots of Fire? Okay. I love Chariots of Fire. It came out. I don't know, probably in the '80s. And uh, the story of uh, Eric Little, a Scottish, you know, Highlander that was, you know, made the Olympics and then he wouldn't run on Sundays. And yeah. remember that whole story? Yeah. And uh, and I still use, there's a there's a verse that, um, it was one of the American guys, because he said he wouldn't run on Sundays and uh, on the 100-yard dash. And this Abrams took his spot, and so he got to run. But uh, so they traded, and I think uh, Little actually got to run the, the 400, and uh, anyway, he got this note from this guy from America. I can't remember his name right now. But, um, and it was this verse. It was First Samuel 2, 3, 31. And mm-hmm. it says, those who honor me, I will honor. Mm-hmm. And those who despise me, I will lightly esteem. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought that's such a cool verse because, um, you know, certainly God honored him. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of, you know, because he wouldn't run on Sundays. Not that, you know, not that, but that was his conviction. Right. You know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that was him. For him, it was sin to run on Sundays. It yeah. just you just don't do it. And so you couldn't make him go against his own conviction. And I and I just love that part about the story because mm-hmm. of the theological principle. And I I've, I've used that so much in my life. I'm if I have time I'll get back to that, but but this whole idea of honoring those who honor me I will honor, those who despise me I will lightly esteem. Yeah. And I've always told people, listen, um if you honor God, I told young couples, if you want to honor God in your marriage, um, he will honor you. If you, dis- if you despise him, if you disobey him, he's not going to smash you like a bug. Right. If man would have written that, he would have said, those who honor me, I will honor. If you dishonor me, I'm going to smash you like a bug. <laughs> right. But right. in Scripture, he's, it's grace way back in yeah. 1 Samuel. Yeah. And, um, and I always challenge people, this is, it's up to you. Do you want to honor God? 
in right. your in your courtship. And, yeah. you know, it's up to you. Do you want God to honor you or do you want to be lightly esteemed? It's on you. And mm-hmm. I just think that that principle has helped me in ministry. And so I, I just went to a theological spot. But I, but I like that about this movie because there's yeah. so much, I don't know, just life lessons and that conviction thing. You know, mm. he was just... He, you know, he had the the king of Wales, I think, was or of Scotland, maybe, uh, came and he was trying to talk him into running, and you got to run for the crown, and blah blah blah. And he said, he's just, I can't. It's like yeah. I just can't do this. Wow. Because of his conviction, and it's just like mm-hmm. you know what? For him, you know, anything that's done without faith is sin. For him, he didn't have the faith to go do that, and for him, it's sin. Yeah. Now, for us today, we may not we not be there, but. But he honored God, and he was honored. He broke a world record that day. Ran, ran the 446.1, I think. Wow. And think about that. This is on with those long spikes right. on a dirt track, you know, yeah. in, in the Olympics. And I, I wish I could remember where the Olympics. I think it was Paris where the Olympics were at. But anyway, there's so there's my, there's my yeah. movie. Well, well, just back to that real quick, because I know you're big on purpose and, you know, and us making sure that we've, we've found our purpose. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I, I really like that about you, but there's there's this point in that movie um, where Eric Little talks yes. about running, and and he has this this quote, and I don't know if you have it in your head or not, but it was something like uh, I I feel the the joy of the Lord, or yeah. I feel j- the Lord's joy through me when I run, or something to it, that. No, it, no, exactly. It's it's he's talking to his sister Betsy. Okay. Uh-huh. And Betsy is really paranoid because he's going to go run in the Olympics and she wants to go back to China because they were, they were supposed to be in China. Uh-huh. And, and he goes, Betsy, I, I have a heart for China, China and I'm going to go to China, but God has made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure there. And I yeah. just love, so I've often thought about that and I'm glad you brought that up. That's another major theme of my life is like, yeah. you know, when you're running and doing what God's wired you to do, right. whatever that is. And when you're in your that sweet spot of I don't care if it's you know keeping books or if it's you know preaching sermons or you know saving the whales whatever whatever God's <laughs> right. designed you to do when you're in that that spot of your life and you know you're doing what God's put you on the planet to do you know that's when you feel His pleasure yeah. and that's what I think it's worth uh, aspiring to. Not everybody has an opportunity for that, but I um, I think we all have an opportunity, but not everybody attains it. Yeah. And, but I love that about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good. good. Really good. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. So I don't know anything. Gotta else be, you gotta have a movie. Well, you gotta know, be a basketball you, movie. You, you, <laughs> you just took it down the spiritual uh, road, which I loved. And you asked me about my favorite movie and it <laughs> was like, it's not, I like Hoosiers cause it's about oh, basketball. <laughs> there you go. And you know, it, Wait, like I'm trying to spiritualize it a little bit as we go. Gene Hackman. He's like yeah. a great guy or something. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great guy. Yeah. Maybe it's like David and Goliath with the little guy and beating <laughs> yeah. the big guy. And, no, well that's but, true though. There's yeah. a great principle in that movie. Yeah, no, there is. I, I just, I've, I like that movie. Uh, you know, so I was in school, uh, in elementary school when it came out and, uh, one of the guys, the guy that took me to the movie on opening night was at that game. So the the game that was actually played. Now, wow. since so that's his story. But since then, here here is kind of the the story behind the story. They say you know in that field house there were like ten thousand people who could be in that, 
And in Indiana, about 70,000 people claimed to be there. Oh, so that's right. So, <laughs> you know, was he there? Maybe. That's he claimed to be. That's funny. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but we got there and, uh, and watched the show. And just what a great story of, of discipline, of a team uniting, yep. of coming together. And, and uh, you know, being on a stage that was above them and beyond, the, you know, it was intimidating. There's this scene where... Uh, they take this this uh, tape measure yeah, and they it. yeah and they measure it yeah. and he goes hey what's that say it says ten feet okay that's exactly what it's supposed to be you know <laughs> like, like uh, there's nothing different just you're like still, home yeah yep. you're you're still playing on this I thought that man. was that was a brilliant part of that movie and if that was real in real life I'm sure somebody did that in real life yeah, but yeah man what a cool principle yeah yeah, yeah it's really cool. Um, I just that that whole story has a way of I don't know kind of tugging on my heart of just saying um, uh, how do we how do we um, form a team come yeah. together as a team everybody play their spot right and um, I don't know you oh, get some victories great. so no that's, that's awesome yeah that's my that's my sports movie well and 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 when they do that now is this a it was a true story right it's yeah it's based off based of a true story where right. the underdogs came in the big city and beat yeah. the Beat the top team in the land. Is that well, right? right? So so in Indiana, they didn't have divisions until like the late 90s. Okay. So there wasn't like, you know, 5A, 4A, and, okay. and nothing like that. They Everybody just played in their geographical area. So so my school was a school of about 400, which is a medium-sized school. And we were playing teams that were 2,500, oh, yeah. you know, their their student body. And so, yeah. that you know, that, that that's that's a big deal. It happens all the yeah, time. Yeah, it happened all the time. And uh, one of one my cousin played on a team that was a school of a hundred that played. Well, maybe it was one hundred and fifty. Regardless, <laughs> they played a twenty five hundred, oh, uh, yeah. a school of twenty five hundred, and beat them. Wow. And it was like you know mayhem. Things sure, were, they were going crazy at the Holman Center. You yeah, know, right, it was right. a lot of fun. So uh, those are, those are great stories. Those yeah. are and it's it's a lot of heart and. Uh, I just love I love that about sport. There's a lot of things about sports that I think has made our our whole world better. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's cutting across racial lines, whether it's uh, it's yeah. just everybody's there, and it's like you're there to play a role. You're there to follow the coach. You follow the, you know his plan. Yeah. There is so much that we do. It's it's, yeah. it's so ingrained in how we lead, how we lead teams, and what we do. So right on. Anyway, right on. it's a lot yeah. of fun. Well, I, I think that was a that actually went pretty fast for a Friday, and it was kind of fun. I hope you can yeah. dig. You have to dig, but I hope you can find something <laughs> spiritual in that and edifying and, and maybe some fun. Yeah. And I hope that you will be strong and very courageous. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>